Unbelievable! You! On time. I now! About to witness the awesome crushing of my of the U-V-S Robinson Show uncover it uh yeah well i had it covered by something sorry i got news for everybody who's been distressed at the lo-fi quality of this show the news is that i have built a shed well i am in the process of building a shed now that doesn't seem like it makes any sense to you but in the room i'm sitting there's a perfect table where wherein i could mount a mic on a mic stand gifted to me by Roma Raider. In addition, he's bought a little a little laptop desk so I could put the laptop desk there, the mic stand there, and I could face the wall closer to the Wi-Fi. Something I presently can't do. Yeah, oh hey, yeah, that's right. I can get that blue balls mic. Also gifted by Roma Raider. Remember that little dog we had, the little one that used to dye pink? And the one that died, little snowballs. I got that. I'm going to go pro with this. 
But right now I can't because his room, as Kid Nate will well attest, is full of stuff that should get stored in the shed. I've often made fun of people who had sheds, weirdly enough, that didn't involve people. I used to live in a shed. And the final, he said, if you have enough shit that you need to have a shed to put it in, you have too much shit, throw it out. But in this room, I look around and there's stuff, there's like artboard, like mat, like here. Like this, this kind of shit. It's for photo stuff, right? Reflecting sheets. I, I, I mean, what are you going to do with that? You, you can't make it part of your decor. Can't store it anyplace comfortable. You buy a, and you need it. You buy a shed. What else do I have in this room? I got a bunch of stuff. I got a pillow. What do you do with it? Can't put a pillows everywhere unless you're a hippie. What do you? You put it in the shed. So that's what. Uh, uh, <laughs> you'll make time for me. <laughs> all right. So listen. Uh, surprise. Uh, first of all, I don't know what's going on with Patreon. I don't know. People say they try to donate. They can't donate to Patreon. Uh, uh, you know what? The degree to which an app works is the degree to which I don't have to think about it. Okay, yeah, it was me who was forgetting to post a show. Whatever. Whatever. Well, I'm around in January, February. So whatever. It is me who didn't post it. But people, that has nothing to do why people can't Patreon. Uh, so what? do you know how this show used to be on, on CombatMusicRadio.com? Uh, uh uh, online podcast kind of state radio thing started by Scott Kelly from Neurosis. He's the one that pulled me and interviewed me on his show there and said, you should do a show. Got me into this. I've been hearing about podcasts since 1998. Thought they were garbage. Brian Magee is the one who guy used to work on the Newton at Apple, tried to talk to me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, one ear out the other. Scott Kelly had me on the show. I go, this is pretty easy. I'll start doing it. You know what killed that whole entire channel? A server switch. And the systems guy who took care of the show was like, I don't have time for this. I, I really, I, I don't, I don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold that comment. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was it. That simple. Guy didn't have time for it. Couldn't fix it. I go to Scott. Hey, what are you going to do about this? He goes, ah, oh, man, I've got too many fish to fry. Can't handle it. That's what took it down. I'm not going to have Patreon.com hamstring me on this. I said I'm not doing the commercials anymore. I'm not. However, do this. And I said also that, that uh, uh, um, oh, God, that, uh, what is that thing? Uh, uh, PayPal was screwing me over because I tried to pay June, who has to put the show up. You know, she does a nice bumper videos. Um, and a lot of you have just said, screw it to, to Patreon. Thank goodness. And there you go. That's the PayPal. If you want to go straight there, that's the end of the commercials. Give or don't. But remember, it was a one thing. It wasn't just my show. Dave Cochran, you had a whole bunch of shows on, on CombatMusicRadio.com, and it went down because of one system server thing, and the guy didn't have time to fix it. And nobody had time or the know-how. And also, I'm going to cap 
Um, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cap something else. Those of you at the ten, ten dollar level who got the calls, to the end of the year, I'm gonna honor that on Patreon. Even though I think Patreon is like making my life difficult, I still want to get the rewards there. But I'm gonna change that reward, the ten dollar reward for the call. Some I like talking to you guys, but I'm not, as you have figured it out, I'm not the best at remembering. So we got to go to that two-step where you remind me and then I got to call you. And then I feel bad, like I'm talking to you guys more than I'm talking to members of my family who I need to call, but I have a limited me. I usually call when I'm leaving work or going to work. There's a time in the car. So it's getting to be kind of kludgy. Ah, super chats. Thank you for reminding me of the super chats. I got to reread on how to do the super chats. Yeah, okay. I got to. I, I need. Clearly, I need help. That's not the point. That's not the point. Of V88. The point is not the help I need. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Oh, yeah, the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I know. Hey, the cat who I said I would send the fight CD out yeah, in London, I, you know, I said I'd do it a month ago, three weeks ago. I got it. I got the fight CD. I got it right here. I work four blocks from the post office, but my job is so enveloping. Once I get my ass in the chair, <laughs> uh, uh, me you want me to, i'll send you something uh once once uh uh I, i'm holding the comments guy this is a, a private conversation uh once i get my ass in that chair i can't get out i can't get out yeah all right i'll tell you nude so a uh, um i can't get my ass out of the chair i cannot i cannot get my ass out of the chair so uh, I got a package on the weekend. I don't have enough time. And the surprise is on November 17th, the show's not going to happen. It's not going to be there. I don't want you to think I took my, 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 my ball and, and I went home. It's not what happened. I got something that's unavoidable. I'm busy. You've heard me do the show from Copenhagen. You've heard me do the show from France. You've heard me two places in Lyon. And outside of Paris, you've heard me do the show globally. But I got something that I got to do. Does that feel vaguely like Travis Bickle? Where he's putting the cash in the envelope? He's like, look, if I don't turn up the next week, don't worry about it. I just got a few things I got to do. Eugene Robinson going to D.C. with his rucksack. So the 17th, but I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back the week after. So you got plenty of time to use that uh, uh, PayPal address. And my voice is hoarse yesterday because I went into the studio, locked myself in. Exactly, bro. I've been good too long. That's a Petty Bond illustration. I went to the studio yesterday to record the stuff for the new uh, uh, Boonwell record called Killers Like Us. Are killers like us? That people don't know. We had 10 songs. So put me in the booth, lock the door. They go, yeah, but what if you need water or something? I go, lock the door. They say, well, what if you get 30? I got to lock the door and don't come in. Five hours later, all of the vocals were done. Some guys play. Some guys don't. So the new record, Killers Like Us. 
Killers like us. Now we're going to take photos for the cover, and that's the name of that game, baby. So uh, uh, anyway, 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 that's why I'm hoarse. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about this past weekend, the UFC Moscow, which I could see because it was on. You know, I was actually so used to getting reamed that I just went straight to like the the the, the, the you know dude. I don't know that he wants me to mention his name. The guy who sends me the links, uh, AP. Let's call him AP. And I'm so busy getting going to the link that he's sending me. And I'm like, oh, 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 shit, oh, snap. And then uh, and then I realize I get on ESPN Plus, so I start watching it. And you know how we analyze these fights. Plenty of people analyze the fights from, you know, they, they crawl under the fence and they get in in the cage of considering the fight from the fight angle. But I don't do that. I crawl outside the cage and I'm like, hmm, if this is our drug, how do we feel about it? And I have to say, on this Sunday, after the Saturday of UFC Moscow, that I feel like a fucking degenerate. And I feel like a degenerate for a very specific reason. I feel like a degenerate because uh, uh, I watched and, and, and I don't know what I gained. You know, Henry James used to have this book. And at the end of every chapter, uh, and I forget the name of it, um, at the end of every chapter, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, and, th- and that's right. Yeah. The UFC, the, the house always wins at the end of every chapter. Uh, Henry James would ask himself, uh, w- what have I learned? Or, you know, he, he, he takes, he takes, he takes, no, and I don't respect Hardy's anymore at all. I'll get to that. What have I learned? In other words, what have I gained? What have I achieved? And this pretty much, unless you're a complete drug addict, is the questions that you should ask yourself when you do any drug. You know, uh, the moment when I realized I, should, I needed to stop taking LSD was the moment when I found myself watching TV on LSD. It's like, and I could watch TV without it. It's not really appreciably increasing the quality of the experience to take a bunch of lysergic acid and stare at the prices right. Though the prices might, might, be, might be, provide ample jump points for some philosophizing, I'm still just a dude in a room watching prices right. You know what I mean? So I, I think this is like, nah, you know, and the thing is, in the moment, in the moment, in the moment, I was completely enraptured. And that's what they say any kind of drug use is, is um, uh, anybody habituated behaviors is accompanied by a, a desire for ritual, right? A desire for ritual, the getting, the securing, the get, securing, getting, narcotic, special language it has to be used, the specific language, the ceremony around its preparation, its ingestion, postprandial, po- po- also known as the high, and then The cycle beginning again, if it's a drug that is habit forming, which MMA is a drug that's sort of habit forming. But I don't feel great after this fight. And I'll I'll tell you why. Because of the redolent stink of shit. Now, I just did, you don't know this, but I just did Care Don't Care with Steph Steph Haynes and uh, and, uh, 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 John Nash. 
Yeah, if you watch a show stomper on LSD, especially the later portion of this show, your mind might get roasted. And and I, I said um I said um I said something, I said something, I said, look, tell me if I'm crazy. And they go, okay, you're crazy. Oh, you were crazy a long time ago. It's like, yeah, yeah, but and but I just and some of you who, who follow on uh, on Twitter saw me second it. Maybe could have guessed if you were thinking fast or hard enough ahead. Could have guessed where I was going to go with it. But I started getting the redolent stink of shit. I don't know. I don't know. It felt like what is that great Johnny Rotten line? Ever think feel like you've been robbed? In other words, if you're 15 years old and you take a sip of a beer, you're like, ah, I'm just on a drug. You know, your 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 appreciation for the intensity of the experience, you know, outpaces the actual intensity of the experience because of your anticipate your like I said, your anticipation. But this was something else. I was expecting to be. I, remember the scale. I was ex, if you expect a five and you get a five, you're fine. If you expect a five and you get a four, you're not so fine. I expected a five and I got a four. I'm not so fine. Re I, really, I'm not fine at all. Yeah, I ever get the feeling you've been cheated. Exactly right. So let's start with the last fight first. I picked, now this, it has nothing to do with my picks going to shit. I did the worst I've ever done. I'm doing fine, man. The worst I've ever done. I got one fight right. I, I picked three fights. I got one fight right and two wrong, and I brought up the the, um, the little red caboose, which is what they used to call me in elementary school, because rather than do my work, I'd be talking, 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 talking. Find a way to channel a guy like that's energy. Maybe give him a show or something. So anyway, Zabitin, my shot up off versus, uh, and also we have a, uh, a JJB going up later on today. I got to go to a, a, a two-year-old's birthday party at my guitar player's house. In a little bit, I'm gonna rush through this, and then I'll put up the JJB later. We've got a bunch of guests on it as well. So Calvin guitar, I picked Calvin. Yep. And well, it, you can't. You have to. You have to back into this fight. I think eight of the fights went. I could be have this wrong. Eight of those fights went to decision, which means an over reliance on, on a judging panel. That might be swayed. I've been the fights in Russia. I've been the fight. The first fight was a WBC in Russia in 1999, I believe. A Federico Lapenda fight, World Valley Tudo Championship, the only true no holds barred fight ever in the fight game. Even though in the rules instruction section, he would say, You can stomp somebody's head, you could fish hook them, but why bother? Just going to end up with both of you hurt when the guy retaliates. But people did do crazy stuff. I didn't see anything as brazen as one of the early ADCCs where a guy who was unconscious on the mat had his hand raised as a victor against Jeff Monson, causing Jeff Monson to strip off his clothes and run around the arena naked in protest, which is apparently a big no-no in a Muslim country. But, you know, as oh, yeah, Calvin started coming alive in the third round. My sense, now keep in mind, the way I watched it, I was driving around. That's the drag of it. I had the phone, so I'm watching on the phone as I'm driving, and I also have it going through the car speaker, so I'm listening and, you know, trying not to kill people, trying not to kill people, 
you know, trying not to kill people. So undivided attention, I don't know. But every time I look down, I got the prevailing sense that somebody got to Calvin. I said, ask John Nash and Steph to tell me if I'm crazy. They go, you're crazy. So you're crazy. Calvin fought his heart out. He came alive in the third. If there was a fifth, if, if, yeah. If my mother had a penis, she'd be my father. If. Pointless. Pointless. I don't know that the guy was fighting to the best of his abilities. Maybe it was jet lag. Maybe it was the way that I was watching. No, 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 no. Mark Kerr's story has got a lot more pathos in it. And I still can't shake those naked photos of Jeff Monson that an ex-girlfriend of his sent me. You see, when you do a sex column and an MMA show, the kind of stuff you get, you see what I mean? You should. Or maybe you shouldn't. Last thing I needed to see was Jeff Monson's wizened penis. I, it was horrifying. Horrifying. I'm haunted. So, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, was he fighting on all cylinders? Was he jet lagged? Had he eaten some gamey food? What, 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 what? Had he, you know, what had he done? Could anything could have happened? Am I, are Eugene, Eugene, are you suggesting that maybe there was a little something in the envelope extra, a little something extra that caused Calvin? It's like, you know, if it goes to a decision based on eight other fights and how they went earlier in that night, that it's going to go, we call it the Bellator strategy. Stack the cart with local favorites, give them decisions, everybody goes home happy. Is that a work? No, it's not a work. If Calvin wanted to knock the guy out, like, like Lapenda said to the guys, you could fish a guy, you could stomp his head, but why bother? You know, you could win, but you got the script. You know what the deal is. We'll catch you on the other side. Yeah, it wasn't for us. Yet, drug addicts that we are, we watched. Now, I like, I like uh, Steph was saying, Look, Zabit is big. I always forget how big he is. The da ba da ba da ba. You know, big. And then Calvin was like, I think Calvin would have murked him. However, anybody who comes up against Zabit would have access to the films and sees. I like, don't get me wrong, I like Zabit. There are a lot, remember, there are many ways in which you, you should check out Michael Francese, Francese's book about how to fix uh, college basketball. There are many ways to do this. For that, I go to Alexander Volkov and Greg Hardy. What the fuck was that? Volkov could have put him away at any given point. But again, the redolent smell of shit. He didn't. They told me I was crazy on Care Don't Care. I said, I think the guy was dogging it. Oh, no, he was just playing it safe. You know, it, he, Greg Hardy had a puncher's chance. I, I can't think of anybody who would have played it that safe. That's it. I, it's okay, I know where I am based on eight decisions. If I go to decisions, 
But then people start talking about uh, on the care, don't care. Well, Volkov did this. Volkov did that. Tell me about different staircases that Volkov stumbled down. And it's a possibility. And he didn't want to take a chance. Everybody, you know, I'm going to go Oakham's razor on this. Instead of saying that the guy's uneven, why don't we just assume what's staring us in the face? He knew if it went to a decision uh, that he would get it locally without destroying what's happened to, to Hardy's fucking market value. For whatever reason, they want to keep this guy around, you know, for whatever reason. I, I want him around now because I want him to see Lewis. He's like trying to fight back. He's, yeah, well, Lewis was in prison. I don't take advice from a felon. Yeah, he was in prison for when he was 16 fighting some fucking KKK guy. So I, I, I consider that to be admirable. Like, as in not beating his wife. That kind of admirable. Hardy's money. For who? For who? Where is the growth delta? Where is the delta? Are, are we securing? Look, I interviewed. I was hanging out for a period of time. Another case of Eugene's strange bedfellows. With the guy who was the president of the Black NFL Players Association. This guy was loaded. I don't know how we became friends. And he was a former, I can't even remember his name now. He's a former football player himself. Big office in, down in Beverly Hills. Super swank. And he found out I did MMA at the time I was doing MMA. And I could see. He was like, yeah, you know, Eugene's about 240. I'm about 285. I think I could take him. Yeah. And Lewis beat up a guy who beat up his mom. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, good guy. And I could see the guy, he's, and I could tell the guy was a great athlete. He wasn't good enough to still be playing in the NFL, but he was good enough. I could tell by the way he moved, his reflexes. Stuff would drop off the table, dude could catch it. I mean, I watched. So I could see, I know with these, it's like a Matt Mitrione, but you keep keeping these guys from fighting the real guy. Guys for what? Are football players Football playing, football fans tuning in to see football players win, or is it now this is just for the haters? Because if it's just for the haters, of which I count myself one, have them go against Lewis. End this. End this. I don't I don't like him anymore. And indeed, I like him less. Because not not even because not only is he a a, 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 a domestic abusing piece of crap but apparently he's a company guy who's got the soft spot of the, where they're deserving people out there he's clogging up the system he's a kink in the freaking hose and volkov played along in russia no less it doesn't matter russian touts t-o-u-t-s gambling interests were happy they he wanted they probably bet on him to win they couldn't get any odds on the fight Yeah, they're company guys. And it's just so it just makes me sick. So what do you I, I don't feel any better about Hardy and now I hate Volkov. Great. Great. I expected a five, I got a four. That's why I'm pissed off. Danny Roberts and uh Zalim uh uh if I like that fight. L loved it. Loved it because it upset the apple cart. I, I didn't think of, I think this was technically a fight I didn't care about, but I care about Danny Roberts now and um it was it was stylish.
All right. Uh, let's make Ed Herman. I, I, I wouldn't have picked him to win it. I wouldn't have picked him to win it, but he did it. I'm glad he did. Again, upsetting the apple cart. Judges had no choice but to judge the right thing. Same with uh, Anthony Rocco, Martin, uh, Steph, and, and John Nash complained about this fight. I was happy because I somehow imagined that I picked Martin, but I, I actually did said I didn't care about the fight at the time, and I blamed Ramazamalelama Ding Dong. Because I didn't know him. And now I know him as a guy that Martin beat, and then not, he's now associated permanently with regrets. Um, and then the others I didn't because, you know, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, at, at this point, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. The bonus for Roberts, that was a, a damn shame. But, yeah, at this point now, I'm watching Hardy just to see him get beat. But they won't do that. They're going to drag this thing out. For, look, there are two ways to drag things out, right? There's a Crappington way to drag things out where you don't even get to the guy's not even fighting. And there's a Greg Hardy thing where he's he's shitting up my screen every time I turn around. How do you think that makes me feel, huh? I'm smart. I can do things. So, uh, uh, okay, in uh, Ankalev and uh, Lanjambula. I like this fight. I like this fight. But there are ways that you can fix a fight without fixing a fight. They fucking sukajuded Lanjambula by putting him against Magomed. Both of these guys are like virtually undefeated. I think Ankalev was like 13 and 1. And uh, uh, Lajibula was like uh, 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 10 and 0. But the height difference, it just, it, and the reach difference just made it a foregone conclusion. And he eventually got put out with, uh, and they kept crediting Anderson Silva with the face kick. And I'm going to have to go back, and not only Anderson Silva against Vitor Belfort, but Machida against Randy Couture. Yes, I just want him to go away. I, I just want him to go away. I just, I don't, it's like, uh, you know, and it, it is disgusting. It is disgusting to me the degree to which you're trying to rehabilitate fucking McNuggets. Okay, so he, he pulled, the, he had a Billy Jean moment. The kid is not my son. And the chick turns out to be a grifter. I don't even know that that's the case. I don't even know that's a, that's the case. Because while she might not have taken the short end money, a million dollars, maybe the testing folks would have. But the nut jumpers were, were worming out of the woodwork. They were coming out of the woodwork. Oh, oh, oh. So now what are you going to say? Uh-huh. Because anal rape is the same as, as, as you know, illegitimate offspring. Get the fuck out of here with all that. So they, they sukajued uh, Lanjambula, who gets nothing from this kick in the face, except we remember him as a guy who got kicked in the face. And it doesn't really advance Ankalev at all. They're going to make a big talk about him. Blah, 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 blah. The guy's big. Do you need him outside of Russia? Don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to say. It's interesting to say. Uh, it's interesting to say. When we talk about a Michael Vick or, or, you know, a Mike Tyson or Statue of Limitations, forgiveness and mercy, how do we as a viewing audience extend it? It's easy. I can, I can tell you the math connected to it right away. 
If you are Lloyd Irvin-esque and your excuse is, I couldn't have possibly raped that girl at the gang rape because I couldn't get an erection. And therefore, I am not guilty of gang raping that girl at the gang rape. That was Lloyd Irvin's defense, and it worked. He fucking walked. Never mind the bystander effect of like, oh my God, somebody's being gang raped in front of me. Perhaps I should stop it. Oh, well, I don't have an erection. Therefore, I'm innocent. It's almost like I'm at home. Almost. What does contrition mean? How does forgiveness work? What has to happen before Greg Hardy makes us feel good about Greg Hardy? Does Greg Hardy at any point have to say, hey, listen. Yep. Yeah. What has to happen? Does he have to say, listen, you know, life between men and women can sometimes be difficult and fractious. And sometimes bad things happen, uh, you know, um, and I happen to be, this is a non-apology apology, and I happen to be involved in one of the bad things that happened, and uh, I understand that uh, how, you, as a grown adult male, how are you going to come up with an explanation for why you, you box somebody's head around? That's an ugly fucking look. Hardy's not a bad guy? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Derek Lewis on this. You ever been in a household where, uh, you, you have a father figure who is, uh, and keep him. I haven't. Don't get confused. I have not. I have not. But if you've been in a situation where a father rules his family with fucking terror and it's bouncing his wife's head. If you ever live next door to that, if you've ever heard it through the wall, that's some of the ugliest shit you could ever hear. Your father's a piece of garbage. I know this. You told me. Skated. You haven't had that guy sitting on your fucking household like an 800-pound gorilla. The only re what, the what? The only reason he is in the UFC, the only reason Greg Hardy is in the UFC is because he beat up his, his partner. Because if he hadn't have beaten up his partner, he wouldn't have gotten kicked out of the NFL. And if he hadn't have gotten kicked out of the NFL, he would have still been in the NFL. So the red light district of sports picks up, picks up the sports garbage. Is that the idea? And we're supposed to come out of this UFC Moscow feeling like he did something valiant? My question is, my question is, is there, is there, we can't forgive the guy if he's not asking for forgiveness. We can't. So I will hate on him. Even Michael Vick came out and said, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been fucking strangling those dogs. Okay. Gotcha. Now, uh, you know, I'm not holding it against Michael Vick. I'm not a football fan, but I'm not holding it. Okay, the guy, he made an attempt to make amends. I don't, he doesn't, I don't give a shit. He doesn't have to do anything for me. Like I say, I'm the guy who's waiting for somebody to go up to the podium and go, so what? You got me. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? You want me to apologize? Is that what you want? You want an apology from me? I think we got a president like that. That's a New York vibe. I like that. I'm not going to apologize for shit. You want an apology? My nuts. There's your apology. But keep insisting 
He's not even insisting anything. It's like, you're going to slow walk us by this or fast walk us by it? Fuck that guy. And it was, forget about all that extra fight shit. What happened in the cage was pure tedium. Pure tedium. I blame Volkov and I hate and, and, and I and I and I hate Hardy. Ankalev, I don't know where the guy goes. A kick in the face. He's super due to guy. Doesn't increase his his market value. And then Rustam Kabalov, I I think I did pick him. I think that was the one. Um, yeah. And and Carl Robeson, I would have picked him, but I didn't really care about that fight. And I think that's about it, right? Oh, David Zawada, that was mighty. That, and that's what we did on the JJB. We did the Zawada, uh, Zawada thing against Nurmagomedov, Abu Bakr, and let's let let me go. Roosevelt Roberts, uh, stuff like that. I, I didn't get a chance to see it because I was still messing around with the link. Panic is out. Jesse Rosie Cox, forget it. Didn't care. Uh, David Grant, Greg Popov didn't care. And I think that was the first fight. So let's uh, let, let's let's because this will be what we call a segue. And the segue is in, uh, okay, uh, Zawada um, had this great triangle, which he converted to almost an arm-popping arm bar, and then he finished out, he transit back, and I didn't see that he appreciably closed the distance. So that's why we did it on the JJB today. If you subscribe to the Eugene S. Robinson Showstopper channel, that little bell up in the top corner, um, that means largely that... um, um, you know, it means largely that uh, you'll be notified when I do put up the JJB a little bit later. I got to go to dude's party first, and then I'll come back and do it. So, um, and of course, this was an occasion for the tapping rapist to to begin talking shit. Who he had an effluvia, a, a, a veritable tweet storm yesterday for no other reason than it's feeling desperate and lonely out there in the mist. Desperate and lonely out there in, in the McNuggetsy mist. You know, but if you've ever seen anybody in the bag like they are in the bag for this Irish prick, I don't I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then one of you's pointed out to me on Twitter uh about his his enablers, and they pointed to DC, and I'm like, no, 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 really? And you guys start providing references. We start, and I'm like looking at, and I was like, hey, two, hey, two Brutus. How could, how could that happen? And you're, on, you're, you're the team captain for the team that Khabib is on. So it would have been an easy, it would have been an easy step for me to, 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 to come out and join, you know, a little media backbone and, and support, you know, the credibility of these rape allegations. You know who doesn't have rape allegations? Johnny Boney Joni. And you've been riding him like a rented fucking mule. What's the matter, DC? You know, uh, look, I'm going to venture a guess that, uh, um, I'm going to venture a guess this stuff is really binary, right? I mean, we, we, we we can admit that it's binary, can't we? He either raped anuses or he didn't rape anuses. If he did not rape anuses, and it's as he said, he's being targeted because he's a deep pocket, you know, 100 millionaire, and he offers a woman a tenth of, is that a 1% of that, 
a million dollars and she turns it down. She turns it down. That's what I said before. You know, I mean, a friend of mine once said, said to me, Eugene, he said, uh, uh, and I believe just about anything that people said about you. I go, kind of, hey, I can't call you as a character witness with that kind of attitude. You know, you got to understand, I have a fucking actual code. It doesn't extend to, you know, sexual things, but it, you know, but I'm not going to, if it violates my sense of fair play, I'm not, I'm, I don't have the rapist gene. Or rather yet, my ego is structured in a different way. I'd like to imagine that everybody who's having sex with me, that is going to be the apex of their existence. Not a low point, a high point. I want them to tell their mother, their brother, their sister. Actually, I don't want that, but you know what I mean. I want to be happy about it. Yeah, there's a rapist gene. <laughs> it's called a male chromosome. Though I, I have been in situations where I couldn't make the claim that I was always, you know, you put out R and I'm blocking the door. And I was like, wow, I, I don't want to do it. I guess I got to do it. This is easy. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be impolite. So, so um, now there's people are stumbling over themselves. And the mermaid is another one. The mermaid is another one. And uh, and now there's just like there's a slap boxing match out by the juniper bushes behind the 7-Eleven between Luke Thomas and um, and and Hawani. And it seems to be pretty one-sided. I don't hear Hawani doing it. He's interviewing basketball players right now, and he's doing the uh, it's, it's you know what, what's irksome irksome to many about the Hawani deal is that he is so distinctly untalented. It is, it is like my friend Neil Hamburger, who stands up as the worst comedian ever. But that's part of his shtick. Well, how long did it take to get your, uh, your blue belt? Uh, I got to Instructor Purple in two years, with four days a week, took a three-year break. <laughs> I don't know, man. It depends. If you're at the Sorrell Academy, you can go fuck yourself. That is actually the school motto. We got a, the guy who's been with him the lo- with Sorrell the longest. It's <laughs> still a blue belt. He's been a blue belt since two thousand and like eight. And the guy's a killer, <laughs> naturally, naturally a killer. But yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, but it's Sorrell. It's like fuck you. You don't like it. It's about other things other than I want. I want certain things. Like he told, he tried to give me my brown belt. I told him, uh, "Go fuck yourself. I don't want it." Gave me a stripe. So I don't want the stripe. When I take it off, he goes, "If you take it off, you can't roll." What is the benefit with making me take a stripe I don't want? It's not up to you. It's up to him in his eyes what he sees. So, so, so I, I am appalled. I'm the slap fight. I haven't quite figured out the angle on it. I've done a show with Luke like once or twice. Seemed like a nice guy to me. He was nice to me. Just like the Nazi in Hamburg.
If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to ozy.com and type in my night with a Nazi. Yeah, maybe people are nice to me in person because, uh, because uh, <laughs> but, you know, even bigger people are nice to me in person. But it could be because I'm constantly armed. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm a nice guy. That's what I'd like to think. So uh, so McNuggets is there. He's firing. He's firing this stuff. And the guy at this point, loathsome is a word. Loathsome is the actual word. And so when I just think of where I am and I wake up on Sunday morning after a fitful sleep Saturday night, and I was like, the fuck am I doing? A friend of mine who was in the mafia, he said his father used to tell him uh, back when they were in Sicily, used to tell him, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. I'm starting to feel sort of uh, like maybe a little bit like Kid Not Day started to feel like, you know, uh, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, I, I think I'm too good for the sport. That's not the issue. I, I am now morbid fascination is what holds me at this point. And my my concern, my interest, and John Nash came out with the life cycle of a boxer. You, the road to championship is marked by increasingly higher purses so that whether or not you actually get to that mountaintop or fall short of it, you can stop trying at that point. You know, Sisyphus gets he's, ah, an inch's worth of yard to a blind mouse or whatever that fucking thing is. You get it to the hop, you make enough money, you retire. So the boxing the boxing arc is like this. Yep, and then here, now don't make it, and you stop. And the rock just stops right there. Instead, these guys, they, don't, they, they make so little that the curve in the UFC is down here. You get the championship, Joe Lozon level, and then you just you dither. And it's not just dithering on the way down because you're taking damage. Think of Hanan Barrao is coming at the UFC Sao Paulo next week. And Haran, he's like lost four of his last five. The guy had been a championship. He could have retired as a championship or at least after his second two losses after the championship. Instead, now four years after, where is he? What is he? He's generating sads. Not cool. Not cool. So I wake up on Sunday morning and it's like, God, suddenly this feels like work. Suddenly it feels like work. Yeah, yeah, wink is as good as a nod to a blind horse. Thank you. <laughs> Me and my Norm Crosby-isms. So yeah, this, this show is not going to all be about UFC. I started to come up with this theory. Okay, and I, I don't know, I, I really can't, there's no segue. <laughs> There's no segue to this. And I, I talked about it when we were talking about post-death post scenarios on one of the old shows. Right? And so I started thinking. Yeah, yep, yeah, he did lose it. But he's never been the same. He's never been the same after that TJ fight. We're talking about Burrell. So, culture to culture. Culture to culture. Going back, the early documentation of early cultures, cave drawing and so forth. Culture to culture, different places, different geographical locations. What do we see? We see steady pictorial depictions of sky people. Sky people. It wasn't a perspective shift. If you ask kids to draw, they will do a line like this, and they'll do stick figures on that line. What are they indicating that they're seeing? Well, they're indicating that they see figures on the ground. 
if they want to draw a mountain and you give a crayon to a kid, a kid will draw like a triangle. And then on that triangle, they will put stick figures. If they want to draw, add birds to the drawing of the, the stick figures on the mountain, they will put birds here, not touching the mountain or the ground. Culture to culture, we have pictorial depictions of sky people. Sky people. People, stick figures that are not on the ground and not on mountains, but are somewhere here, floating in the sky. Okay? Various religions get a rule set. Call it the Quran, call it the Torah, call it the Talmud, call it the Bible. Now these rule sets, I'm just going to get cut right to the chase. I'm making the claim that we are intergalactic cattle. Right. So we were brought to this planet and relax for a bit in this next part. Relax for a bit. All humans originally were women. It's been proven that men are genetic aberration. But I don't say that. I say the space people put us here and they gave us some rule sets. Historical biologists have proven this. The oldest bodies they found have been Lucy, Anthropocene, you know, that, but, okay, okay, I'll get to that, where your penis came from, because this is the crazy part. So we have the sky people, right, and we have an explanation for the sky people and all of these various religions, all of Zoroastrianism, Zoroastrianism, uh, Judaism, uh, Christianity, Right? We have explanations, sky people explanations for humans are planted, and every scenario that depicts the the, 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 the uh, Garden of Eden moment, it's always sexual. I mean, I mean, do you think do you think that, that, that we're really talking about an apple? The snake, the long cylindrical snake? offered Eve an apple, and you think it was really about a snake and an apple? And then they get kicked out of the Garden of Eden, and then suddenly they have kids that were cr not created from ribs. Okay, women existed, and then they change the story around. Oh, she was created out of, out of the rib. Nah, 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 nah. Women existed, sky people and every single story of transformation about when things went from cool to being dark and weird and creepy happens when what? When the sky people start fucking humans. And when the sky people start fucking humans, they create a hybrid. Now this is not, I'm not fucking making this up. This is in the Apocrypha, the Book of Enoch. Enoch's people, this race of giants, 
supposedly the ones who built the pyramids and the ones who were killed with the floods. Now, what I believe is they found bones way back then. They go, what the fuck are these bones? They must have been giants. They were dinosaur bones. It doesn't change the fundamental arc of the story. Sky people began fucking their cattle. If you, we have jokes about shepherds fucking sheep. Now, you or I are not going to, who have penises, are not going to go, fuck it, let's go fuck a sheep. But if you hung around sheep enough, you might. You might. If you're a sky person and you're hanging around your human charges enough, these were guards. Demons in the old days were just, they were transmitting messages between earth and the sky. People tending the cattle. Yes. So, and then every scenario talks about the world being given over to the prince of the power of the air, you know. Uh, so, in other words, the asylum is now run by the guards. We're the worst prison operation anyway. And the hybrids, right here. Now, if you look at some of, if you look at some of the angelology, and they talk about um, uh, 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 the fallen angels and the rebel angels, these are two different things. Fallen angels were just angels who were fucking human humans, because the only humans that back then were women. The rebel angels are the ones who, who when God goes, okay, you know what, you know what, or oh, the divine power or the, the creator of the simulation, or whatever you want to call it. The, the Uber, Uber mentioned. Uh, uh, says, okay, you know what? You want to you fuck these humans, and now you've created this situation, you take it over. Body of sin is a law, you control it. Take your rule sets, your rules, you're on your own. Absentee landlord, so long. But before you go, I'm going to create a non-pariah. I'm going to create, I'm going to, I'm going to show you how you can do it without fucking them. Every single, ancient Greeks, ancient Romans, they had people being fucked by ducks and they were fucked by sky people. And creates, impregnates Mary magically. So that's it. You could have done it like that. And they say, oh, yeah, well, we can't have this, 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 this divine human hybrid. We're going to ice them. They ice them. Yeah, that's fine. The rebel angels were the ones that decided to fight back and attack because I'm not going to worship this hairless ape. I'm out. Boom. So we are left with the guards. We are these, we, we are these hybrids. And, uh, uh, if you, and, and it's a fruit in the tree issue. It's a fruit in the tree issue. I spelled this out last night. The wife was like, well, you know, what are you talking about? This is, you know, this is about the bad, that bad, that Yeah, the Nephilim. Yep. And, and that's another thing. The, I, I, I am positing that uh, the sky gods have died. They started the experiment and they, they're done. Because we don't see, we see machines which could be from another dimension, another, 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 another race. It doesn't have to be the ones that put us here, because any indication that we've had of what they look like don't seem like the same sky people. They're always small and tiny. I'm just—it's another, it's another, another, another thing. They're small, tiny, big eyes, big heads. Uh, it's completely—I don't know where it fits in the cosmology of the sky people. I'm not sure. 
So we're here. we're here. And she was like trying trying to shit on the theory. And I was like, okay, I, I welcome the punching the holes in the theory. Yeah, it would be hard to talk to a local rabbi because we could never get beyond how old the universe is. So, but he might entertain this. Actually, rabbis are women too. I've known some saucy uh, female rabbis. But anyway, uh, um, so, 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 uh, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck here. And she said, well, you know, there are a lot of good things. I go, uh, you know, I'm not going to take a Picasso painting over the fact that right now, as I speak, a child is somewhere being raped. Fruit in the tree. We're bad cattle. And someday a real rain will come and wash all this crap away. We're not getting better. It's not like it's not like you know that you know Trump came up with this kind of make America great thing. We all have a sneaking sensation that things used to be. That's kind of the way nostalgia works. We've had Facebook, uh, we've had Facebook take away our nostalgia. You know, you if you had to, you dated somebody when you were twenty five. You go, ah, I wonder what they're doing now. Uh, well, now you can look on Facebook. Oh, they're traipsing around the forest collecting mushrooms. Fuck, I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> well, it's not Bible. I'm, I'm, I, I, what I could say, the Torah, the Talmud, the Quran, these, these are all cognates. I mean, a chair is not a chair in Germany. You got another name for it. But it looks the same. It does the same thing. The world is not just my perception. The world is definitely going to shit. We are bad fruit. It's a bad tree. So you can always win by talking about making something great. But the reality of it is it takes a lot to get back up that hill. And that's not where we're going. So, uh, so, so what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I'm caught. I'm caught myself between this, this general state of preparedness and Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. And when he's fighting the guys with the nunchucks and he, and he gets discovered and then the walls go up. And what does he do? Unlike that movie where the, where the guy uh, with Jennifer Lopez, which the cell, where the women are fighting to get out, they're struggling. And, and when one does, she breaks the pipe and starts to breathe through it. That's, that's, that's a good way. But Bruce, but Bruce Lee, enters the dragon, crosses his legs, sits down. That's it. Quiet embrace of self, shoulder burden without complaint, and waiting for what fate will bring. That's the essence of preparedness. Eugene, you wanna you wanna walk you wanna walk through this door with me? Nah, it's all right. I'm waiting. Eugene, you you, you wanna vote this this way or that way? It's all right. I got enough rules of my own pushing in on me. I don't need any more rules to keep me tied up. I don't like anybody who's got all the answers for me, right? I'm done. Don't tell me things are getting better. They're not. You can tell me things could get better. I'll believe you. 
I could fly too. Probably not. Which is the reason we like sports. Because sports are transcendent. They hint at the rising advancing of the spirit. They hint at the at the at, at, at pre at pre-sky gods issues. They hint at, at, at the, the, you know, when we were good fruit, the platonic triad of good and true and beautiful. They hint at that. But with shit like UFC Moscow, that faces you right in the naked lunch mirror of, guess what you're eating? Shit. Guess what you're eating? Carrion. You're eating a dead pig. Welcome to it. Are what you eat, piggy. So if it's me, I'm sitting cross-legged on the floor, Bruce Lee style, and I'm waiting for whatever fate brings. You guys can fight with each other from behind your keyboards and Twitter and the social media about this and that. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Think about the sky gods. Think about dead cultures. Think about, uh, 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 you know, uh, human divine hybrids. Think about killer robots. Think about the fact that we'll be worse tomorrow than we were yesterday, no matter what we do. And enjoy yourself. Thanks for listening. <laughs> what a great show. Isn't it great? Hey, at least you got the JJB to look forward to later. It's not all doom and gloom <laughs> anyway remember next week i'm out monday afternoon the care don't care preview steph will go live with it if you're connected to me on twitter <laughs> i'm sorry i told you in the in the headline what it was gonna be um uh so it comes monday afternoon if you follow me at symbol eugene s robinson on twitter an aussie uh, sex column is tomorrow and I need some you send the questions. But for every question you send, you realize I got five from India, like about penis size issues. You gotta balance those out. You got please, please help me. Help me. Yeah, bad heroin. Don't bug me about the article. I tell you it's coming. It may come when I'm away. Um, so uh I should send you a designed version of it so you can take a look at it. Uh I, actually I think it runs this week. Yeah, yeah. Um so um I don't know about Patreon, sorry, but I gave you, if you go back through the notes, you got the PayPal thing um, if you want to. <laughs> I'm not even playing that game, except I did try to buy condoms in Japan once just for the hell of it, and it was like, oh, novelty items, and the guy at the counter, yeah, bro, it's not funny, okay? Fuck you, okay? Um, and uh, Tuesday, uh, uh, if I did it, Followed by If the Shoes Fit, 7.30 to 8, 8 to 8.30. Stay tuned. And that will be the MMA. I don't think there's a, a there's UFC pa- Sao Paulo this weekend, but I don't think there's a fight the next week. So there won't, not only will there not be this show, but I won't be doing a Care or Don't Care. So we'll see it. We'll see in a bit. Make donations if you feel like it. If you don't, what can I tell you? That's the kind of person you are. Check out on Instagram if you're in Instagram. The funniest fucking thing on Instagram that I really love. It's called Crime Faces. Really fucking funny. Really funny crime faces if you haven't seen it you should bother to see it and uh uh we'll see you soon yeah, presuming i don't die on my secret mission
All right, all right, be careful. Look what you made me do! Uh...